Hi guys, welcome back to Swans and Co. And today we're back with episode 5. Yeah, last time I messed it up, I say it was episode 5, but in fact it was episode 4, so this time it's episode 5. <laughs> and yeah, this is part 2 of my conversation with Irene Evid. Um, she's a dancer at English National Ballet, and you should really check the first part before you start listening to that one because it will make more sense. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about um, a lot of different topics again, but also it's going to be more specifically about company life, transitioning from school to company, and um, like company advice. So yeah, that's going to be a fun one. So I'll let you enjoy. I won't say more. <laughs> Bye! See you after the episode! <laughs> so yeah, that was my biggest injury. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm really lucky, let's touch wood. Knocking um, on wood. <laughs> no, at the moment I just have some issues with my left foot, and but nothing, you know, you just have to ice, you roll your foot. Mm -hmm. We have like really good physios. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I am lucky I'm in a big company. Yeah. And when I need something, I can get it. Um, yeah, because if you're in a smaller company, it might be like really, really hard, and you would just deal with your pain without saying anything because you'd be too scared to lose your job or yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm Honestly. really, really lucky. I'm part of the lucky ones. <laughs> when you're in a big company, even though sometimes you hate it, yeah, you have to remember that you're you're really lucky, and I think I'm very conscious of it because. In a way, I come from nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, because, for example, in my company, people who didn't come from Royal Ballet School, Ballet School, or Prix de Lausanne, I think we're four or five mm -hmm. out of 70 dancers. Ooh, <laughs> right. So, and out of the like, if you don't count the principals who joined as principal already yeah, yeah, and who yeah. did like big schools anyway. So I know I'm very, very, very lucky to have a job in a big company because when you come from nowhere, you don't have many chances to make it. Let, let, let's be completely honest about it. You need lots of luck to make it if you don't come from a national ballet school. Yeah, but it's possible. It is possible. It is. I'm not saying that it's not but it will be harder. Yeah, and definitely. If you don't make it, people won't treat you the same because mm. you won't come from the same door. Yeah. And even you, like, you won't act as confident as someone who's been offered a contract when they were like 18 in school, you know, and they didn't have to look for a job and they, they could choose between three huge companies. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> And they'll be like, yeah, I'm so good. I had a contract in like San Fran and, and there, but I chose that company because, hey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was like, one, actually, it's really funny because one day, one of my uh, colleagues, I mean, she, 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 she doesn't dance anymore, but she asked me, she was like, we're in the changing room, and she was like, so why did you choose E&B? <laughs> <laughs> it just answered, I don't know, because I was so ashamed to say, well, you know, I didn't have the choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a bad choice. <laughs> you know, I got a contract in 
when you could like you come from like a school like mine yeah you just take the contract you're getting offered like you just take it yeah because it might be your only chance yeah so yeah i was just like mm, i don't know <laughs> because yeah. for most of my colleagues it was like yeah they gave me a job there but i wanted to stay in london so yeah i chose london like, mm. <laughs> the luxury <laughs> though <laughs> Like That's next it. year, I was really lucky. I got a contract in London. I love it. Yeah, but, completely. Like, hey. I mean, next but yeah, year. I wouldn't be super confident in class. Like my first few years, I would yeah. be super, super stressed because I felt like I didn't deserve to be there. Mm. Like I wasn't good enough compared to them, and I had to prove like way more than them. Yeah. And now, after five years, I feel equal to my colleagues. But it That's took good. me like five years yeah, to feel as time. confident as them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, no, same as you, like, if I get a contract next year, I think I'll just be happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be like, mm. well, <laughs> we'll see. But I think it also comes, like, when, because we're French. Yeah. In France, we have a huge problem uh, with jobs uh, in yeah. the ballet industry, because... If you didn't do the Paris Opera Ballet School and you don't join the Paris Opera, Paris Opera, um, you don't really have anything left. No. You have Bordeaux, you have Toulouse, but they're really, really small companies. They don't hire many people, and like the state doesn't really give them lots of money, so it's really mm -hmm. hard. And if you look at their seasons, they do like forty shows per season. Oh. Which is less than what like ENB does during the winter season for not crying you know? so it's like ooh, 40 shows per season it's yeah not a lot and it's it, it, they just can't do more because they, they don't have the money for it they just it's not their fault but in France we have we have that huge problem that monopole with Paris Opera it it is a problem that doesn't exist in Russia for example in Russia, you'll have so many wonderful companies like across the country. Yeah. It's great. It is great. Or oh, even in England, like you have the Royal Ballet and English Ballet in the same city. Uh, you'll have um, the Scottish, you'll have Birmingham. You have all these wonderful companies across the country. Yeah. Because the states, like, I don't know, but. They try to give money to everyone. It's not centralized. It's like not as centralized as in France. Exactly. And yeah, maybe we should rethink that in France because yeah. I think it is a problem. And it I is. truly felt that I had to leave my country. I really felt like my country didn't have anything for me. Mm -hmm. You know, which is really sad. Which yeah. is really, really sad. So that's why now I feel more European than French. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like Europe has so much for me, but France, not that much, even though, okay, well, Brexit, all of that, but <laughs> in my heart, <laughs> I'm still in Europe. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it is really sad because I think since I was 15, 16, I, I knew I wouldn't be able to work in my country. I knew I would have to leave my family if I wanted to be a ballet dancer, which is really, really sad. And it's it's even worse when you think that uh, my school, uh, the National uh, Conservatory, 
is paid by the state by the state <laughs> yeah so it means that when you pay your tax you pay for this school yeah. as a french citizen mm -hmm. but the students when they when they graduate they don't even work in the country they all go away you know like yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's an issue there's a problem in it that. is an we issue need, we need to rethink about that because you have practically no chance to get into the paris opera ballet coming from the national conservatoire like no i mean some people do it actually i think about uh bruen battistoni oh uh, i think she's just been promoted i think uh, yeah i think so she, she's beautiful and but i think she only did the last year uh in the, the national conservatory and then she joined the paris opera ballet school okay and then she joined the company but it happens to me like a few people i think it happened a lot at the time like yeah, but not anymore. Teachers, mm -hmm. like one of my favorite teachers, Isabelle Sarabola. Uh, I love her so much. That's what she did. She studied, I think, four years in the National Conservatory. Then she had her first prize. And then she joined the Paris Opera Ballet School. And then she joined the Paris Opera. Yeah. Which is great because that's how it worked at the time. Mm -hmm. So many étoiles did that. Claire Marie Star, like so many of them. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't work anymore, especially because uh, students are older now. So mm -hmm. they're too old to join the Paris Opera Ballet School. Yeah. So that Probably. link doesn't exist anymore. And I think Claire Mariosta, when she was my director for just a year, I think, or a year and a half, it didn't work really well. She wanted to recreate that link, mm -hmm. which was like a very good idea, I think. But it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, yeah, it's a problem I because think there's some problems. They have beautiful dancers, but I see so many dancers. Um, I mean, uh, I can't think of a better way to say it, so I'll say it like that. Going to the trash, kind of like so many talents mm. going to waste because they cannot find a job, and so I think it's also because you're just left by yourself. No one helps you. Really, when, yeah, when problem. I, I graduated, I, I was by myself, like, with nothing. Yeah. It was just, mm -hmm. deal with it. And, yeah, when you receive no help, you're just 18. I was really lucky because I had Philip. But if you're really by yourself and you realize there's nothing and no one prepared you, you know, like, no one explained to you that, you need to how to do a video for your auditions, how to write your resume, how to do this, how to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, it is really hard. Like, you just you're just completely lost. Yeah, and no one's there to help you. I think it's a huge problem. Uh, I think now the teachers are a bit more aware of it and try to help their students. Yeah, uh, I think about like Isabel Chavala again, who's really into it. Like, she knows. Uh, what is happening in yeah. the industry now so she knows a bit more about it but when i was in school she was just uh, she was a new teacher and she wasn't my main teacher in my mm -hmm. last year so i had some classes with her but yeah she, she couldn't really help us yeah. that much we had nothing i just remember like my teacher she was just thinking about retiring it was her last year and she, she used to just tell her like well you know i don't really want to be there but i'm here so hey Let's stop class. Oh my god, great attitude. Yeah, I, I, that's what I had. So of course she had no clue 
how it, how it works to get a contract now. She doesn't even know how audition works anymore, you know? Oh, like no. sending a video, like a YouTube link, or she would just look at you like, what? You what? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was really, really hard. When I just, yeah, when I realized that, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. what am I doing now? How do I get a job? How do I do it? Especially when you don't Gosh. come from a very famous school. How do you do it? Yeah. Well, you have to send hundreds and hundreds of emails and you have to find a studio. You know, you have to rent a studio, which is expensive to record a good video. And, you know, yeah. when you don't have a school which prepares you for that, it's really hard. Yeah. I, I think now schools are getting so much better at it. To yeah, that's true. Students. That's like, true. Like they have photo shoots. They I mean, have them recording a video. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, at my school, like we're so lucky because um, the the students get like a photo shoot then they get like videos by a professional um not a photographer <laughs> how should i say that give me a man <laughs> well anyways um yeah a professional person <laughs> then um yeah they get a lot of help like uh we get help for the cv we had to write a cv uh, a few weeks ago and um yeah we got help that that's so, great that's so it's amazing. really cool and also um i mean they help us like find the emails of the people like you know get connections i know that during my first year because corona wasn't there some company directors came to the school to watch class to hire that's people amazing. and that's like literally amazing so yeah that's great yeah no, i mean that, we're lucky so <laughs> but no, i think no, that's amazing that's how the um, ballet school's world is going to evolve because that's how it needs to be at the moment. Like, that's how it is. Um, yeah. And now also Instagram has become more of a, you know, a resume, but like a digital resume for dancers. So that's also quite like useful. You can kind of do your personal advertising on your instagram on your social media you don't have to but i feel like a lot yeah, of young dancers have right. it i think you're right because even me when i hear about a dancer that i don't know i'll check on instagram, instagram. <laughs> yeah me too to have a look to uh, stalk them <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad i'm really bad at instagram i'm so good at stalking people <laughs> uh, i mean you're really good on instagram like you're doing great you know, I have, like, my thousand followers, and I'm really, like, happy. I'm like, oh, my God, I have so many followers. <laughs> I don't know how many. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm losing momentum at the moment because I don't know what to oh, post. No. <laughs> but it's fine. I have my podcast, which is more interesting to me at the moment. So, right. But I listen to your advice, and now I post more videos of me dancing. I love them. Check her out. What is your Instagram? Tell us at. Uh, it's my name, so Irene Evert. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes as well at Irene Evert. And it's about ballet, no personal life. Nothing. No personal I'm life. I'm trying to keep my personal life uh, out of my public life. <laughs> public life. <laughs> it's no, just I like mean, that's what it is. Like when it's your job, it's all about my job. Yeah. It's just you her beautiful dancing. Personal. Gotta. <laughs> gotta watch her videos it's really good um yeah so i wanted to talk more about that in between stage um mm -hmm. because how many auditions did you do like roughly 
That's actually a very good question because I didn't do that many、mm-hmm. because for most of them I wasn't allowed to go. Really? No, because、oh, I didn't come from a good school. That is crazy. So out of I don't know maybe five hundred emails I、uh-huh. sent, I was only allowed to do maybe five or six auditions. Five or six? Wow. Yeah, when you don't、That's、come、crazy. from a big school, it is hard. Because people don't even look at your video, don't even look at your picture. You don't come from a big school.、Mm-hmm. Bye. We don't need you. Whoa. Okay, that's harsh. Yeah. So, yeah. That's <laughs> when you realize. I mean, that's when I realize I'm quite lucky to be at like because a big school. Because when I talk to my colleagues、uh, who went to ENBS,、mm-hmm. they were doing on their last year. It's amazing. It's amazing. They do like. I don't know, maybe twenty auditions in the year, because the school helped them, and the school like, they're like, okay, send your like resume there, there, there. Like it's great, and they just travel the whole year. Wow, yeah. Around the world, it's great. Or for me, like, you know, I could have like the most amazing video. Doesn't matter because I don't come from the, the good place. They won't even look at your entire video, actually. No. no. That's crazy. So yeah, you did like five, six, and、um, did you get like? Did you get rejected from most of them, all of them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, because I I got some contract, but yeah, apart from E and B, no. But the thing as well is that I was really, really lucky. Because、yeah. I had my first contract with ENB when I was nineteen. Like I only had a year without anything. Like I just had like few contracts with Bordeaux. Yeah. But I, I have so many friends that I actually met in Bordeaux. Like all the extras <laughs> of Bordeaux. Because、uh, usually, like if you're extraing Bordeaux, you probably won't make it. Like <laughs> with a、uh. <the> full contract. <laughs> But all my friends who were with me when I was eighteen in Bordeaux as an extra. Like some of them, they never found like a company. Oh, that's so sad. You know? It's it's really sad, and they were so talented. Like one one of my like really really good friend, the one who actually creates all my leotards.、Um, oh. She was like her whole career. She went like companies, like from companies to companies, doing like extra works, like with small contracts. It is really hard. I think、difficult. when we're like in big schools. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to a big school, but <laughs> for you, like, because you're from a big school and I'm like in a big company, we tend to forget about these people. Yeah. Who struggle, and it doesn't mean they're not talented and they don't work hard, because they do. Yeah. We just yeah. don't all have the same luck. And, that is true. Yeah, I think we need to remember that. Yeah. Like you, you have to be grateful sometimes that you have a full contract. And during COVID, like I had my salary, you know, yeah, and I, I kept my contracts. I had a safe job, and I was thinking about all my friends who didn't have all of that. It was terrible for them. Yeah, we, we have a we we have a problem in the ballet industry that all these people we use like dirty socks. That that's how I see it、mm-hmm. because when Baldo was. Doing that with me, you know, they they just call you, they just send you an email, and they're like, they don't want of you when you do the audition, 
and then they send you an email and they're like oh yeah actually are you available from that to that like could you come to do that production with, with us mm. and then you don't get anything from it in the end you know but you and paid like a little bit it. sorry are you paid a little bit yeah right yeah yeah of course they have to pay you <laughs> yeah, right? but like some but, companies at the moment are doing this thing that i find so bad of like uh making you pay to be kind of an intern you know yeah i've never done that so i don't really know about That's that <laughs> i mean it's so i don't expensive. know people so i wouldn't talk about it because i don't really know yeah. the situation but i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah but yeah, I mean, uh, and how did you manage to stay confident with like all the rejections? Because it can be hard to like take. It was really hard. I think I was really depressed. Okay. Uh, actually, for <laughs> Shanice who's listening to that podcast, uh, I think she remembers all the time like I was talking to her. And at some point, I just wanted to stop. I was like, there's no point. I don't come from like the good door, so I won't make it anyway. Mm-hmm. They just don't want me because of where I come from, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, what is the point? Maybe I should just, I don't know, become a ballet teacher and that's it. And let's just give up because I'm not going to fight like, in the wind. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it exists in English. I'm sure you guys understood the idea of what I just said, but... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, at some point I got really, really depressed until I received that email from ENB and finally I had the chance to go and do a class with the company. It wasn't an audition, it was a class with the company. That's and good. And finally, it was the first time I had the chance to do it. It worked. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, sometimes like, I think that's a lesson about perseverance also. I mean, yeah. also luck, clearly, but... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So but like, luck. <laughs> no, but you definitely, because you could have stopped, like, you could have stopped a hundred times before that. You could have yeah. said, oh no, I'm not doing this anymore, it's too hard, and like, I'm feeling like shit. Um, but no, you, like, you kept going, and that's also something, when I was making notes about you, like, my four pages, oh. <laughs> I was writing all these, so I do that before, like, when I prepare um, for a podcast, I just write adjectives about a person just to get a sense of like who they are like mm-hmm. essentially and um yeah I wrote you were perseverant because that's crazy like I mean it wasn't really easy for you but like in the end you managed just fine so that's great I actually have a, a very funny uh story about perseverance when I was a child and I was with my first Balutito uh, we used to do that competition just once a year because, you know, I, I used to only have like an hour, just a bit more per week, uh, like of ballet classes. And uh, like the best students she had, uh, we used to do uh, La Seine Francaise. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it exists. No, I yes, it I think exists. it does. It does. <laughs> what an awful competition. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we were doing it. And for like, I don't know, maybe two or three years in a row, I didn't have anything. <laughs> I was doing the competition and I didn't have any prize because I was so bad. <laughs> and I remember it was that, I think she was a Nitoire. 
I don't I don't even remember her name. Mm-hmm. But it was her competition. And uh when she was giving the, the awards and the prizes, uh she used to call so I think it was from the best one to the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh so she was calling like, oh blah blah blah, uh we give you like the first prize, uh blah 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 blah. And then at the end, all of those who like were not called, <laughs> she was like the others, you can come on stage. Uh, uh, how did she say that? <laughs> no, oh, wait. We give you like a medal of that competition. And uh, remember that you have your eyes if you want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only have your eyes left to cry or something. No, yeah, it was something like that. I remember how she said it. It was awful. I think I was like eight. Eight. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think I was. Yeah, eight. I can't really remember. Oh I my god! Ask my mom. But yeah, so for two or three years, I was doing it, and yeah, and I just had my eyes left to cry. And, <laughs> and then I stopped doing it. And later, when I was in my other teacher, I asked her if I could do it, and uh, I did the competition, and I think I won like the last prize. But I had something really. Wow! Like the last prize you could have, the last award you could have, like maybe a third. Like I don't even know how they called it. I think maybe you had like gold, silver, blah 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 into third. Third exit or something. Like that. Oh yeah, actually maybe that was it. I think that's it. I forgot all of that. And I was so happy. I finally had something. And yeah. I didn't have to cry. Oh my God. <laughs> finally, that awful woman didn't tell me to mm-hmm. cry. Yeah. I don't know how many years. And actually, that little piece of paper mm-hmm. is like the only thing from a competition I have like in my bedroom. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> I made it. It was my first prize ever. And it took me so long. Crazy. When I see, you know, my, my colleagues, most of them, you know, at five, they could do a full solo. They could do Black Swan, most of them, you know. They're all no. <laughs> um, yeah, can't I was really. struggling to have my third access seat. Yeah, I was definitely yeah. not a competition girl either. Like, I think the best thing I got is I, okay, so at the semifinals of uh, Le Chasson d'Or, I was fifth, mm-hmm. and I was so happy to be fifth. And then at the finals, I was like seventh. And that was like oh, the best. Fine. That was the that's best so I got. Cute. But I'm not a competition girl at all. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I find the environment annoying. But later, when I was with my second teacher, I used to do quite a lot of competitions and I got way better at it. And I think yeah. I did it like twice. And I think the first time I had like the Artistic Choice Award. And I think after I had like. I had like quite a good award like the last time I did it it was quite nice and yes I do get the point of like the atmosphere might be a bit weird but in my case uh it was quite nice like I have Mm. like really good memories of it because we were really friends like my school we're really like a group like group of friends and when we're going like to the competitions we were meeting other friends from different Mm. schools in Paris and it was great because we really liked them. So we're really happy to see them and to see their new variation and what they were doing. It was actually really cool. And uh, I, I I think I became quite good in competition. So maybe that's yeah. also why I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, enjoyed I think it's fun. something to get used to. It's like, 
the more you do it, the better you get. Like, I didn't yeah. do really many. and I mean, yeah, I had kind of shit times at competitions. So, But also, yeah. when I did competitions in France, I always found that the atmosphere was really competitive. Like, maybe... I, yeah, I, I didn't feel it like that. Like, maybe because I didn't have, like, a lot of French friends and stuff. Because, um, yeah, everyone was, like, in their little groups, judging everyone, looking at your costume, like, staring at you from, <laughs> like... But maybe that's because you didn't come from, like, a s small school. Exactly, yeah, so people look at group. you, like... And you didn't know the other groups. I think when you know the other groups, it's actually a really, really cool experience. Yeah, it can be fun, I think. Yeah. I guess. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I think from, like... 11 to 15 so just before I joined the conservatoire because when I, I went to the conservatoire I stopped doing competitions but yeah, yeah I, I think I did like maybe 50 competitions <laughs> in mm. four years okay yeah and so you were great. used to it yeah I, I, I loved it and I'm really happy I did it because I've never been scared to go on stage yeah that's a good thing like, I, I'm not I'm not stressed on stage and whatever happens on stage it's fine if I don't do what I like I had to rehearse and I do something new, it's yeah. fine, because I had to do that so many times now. Yeah, I've never had that, even when I have to do like a solo on stage or stuff like that. Not that it happens very often, <laughs> but <laughs> I just love it. And I think that is thanks to all the competitions I did when I was younger. Yeah. And like, like my, my teacher used to say that the competition is not about the result, it's about how you prepare to go on stage yeah about mm -hmm. all the work you do like on that solo it's true mm -hmm. and how to deal with it on stage with the costume the light and yeah you know it's a really good exercise even if you don't get the gold medal like who cares yeah i definitely think that competitions are a very good good <laughs> what was this accent a good way <laughs> a very good way to improve fast because i remember when i was preparing for tensile in berlin uh i improved very very fast um during these three months of preparation because you know you work you on that goal. solo uh on these two solos and yeah you you learn so much it's really a learning curve and that, that's why I wish I had done more competitions because yeah but I didn't really have time to do that I just had that one year where I did three competitions two or three two competitions and I was like <laughs> yeah I, I did one before and then I did two and yeah that's the most I did. <laughs> I did three competitions in my life I think. Wish I had done a bit more than that because yeah I I feel like when I go on stage I don't have as much experience as the others because but it will come definitely will come. but like you know at school like the people who are used to these things you know they get the parts they get things because they look more comfortable and you know mm -hmm. they're easier to work with whereas like people who haven't done anything before well at least that's my feeling um they're kind of like unpredictable like you don't know how they will react mm. so um yeah I wish I had had this practice time and that's why maybe someday I really want to do competitions again because that's something I'm not comfortable with and that's something I want to work on yeah, but I think it will come when you'll become like a cardamom member, and hopefully, you'll go on stage with the group. <laughs> no, but it will happen, I'm sure. <laughs> and you'll go on stage with the group, 
you'll see like it will be okay like yeah. you'll understand that when you're on stage it's fine like you're just on stage it doesn't really change from the studio like if you could make it in this in the studio you can make it on stage and you don't need to do something like different to make it work on stage i think it's one of the common mistake of people because they want to look good on stage they don't do what they were doing in the studio and then it doesn't work you know they're like oh i need to be super turned out for that so they try to be all turned out but they're not used to that so they just like they, they don't fall but i mean they're yeah, not yeah, yeah. and it doesn't work like just do what you've been doing in the studio and it will be okay it will be fine yeah but you'll see like after i'm sure after like a few months in company it'll be fine and you you have the best tips for nerves because I remember every time I'm nervous I send you a text oh hi I'm nervous I have this performance tomorrow and stuff and you're like just remember it's people in a black box <laughs> and they're <Yeah>. watching you <laughs> we're all in a box <laughs> it's just a black box with people sitting down and some people moving like <laughs> stuff you think it's not good for you you'll just deal with it uh that like when you're in school you don't really have the choice uh that's what the teacher wants so you do what the teacher wants which is normal but i did enjoy that freedom because i know some people hate it uh because they feel that they don't know what to do and they don't mm -hmm. know how to improve because they don't have that person pushing them anymore yeah but for me actually i think it, it, it was the best thing i yeah. could have uh, when it happened four years ago um, and I don't know going on stage is just great uh, the only thing I think I don't like that much compared to school is um, all the time you waste uh, <laughs> in rehearsals sometimes waiting for people to get the choreography or to get the correction where actually in school like, I mean, I wasn't doing so many choreographies and when working on solos, you would work on your thing. Mm -hmm. And when people were doing their solos, you would keep working on your thing. So, so you didn't really have to deal. You didn't have to work on your patience. Yeah. I think when you're in a company and you have five hours of rehearsal in the afternoon and at the end of these five hours, sometimes uh, someone doesn't know uh, on which count we do that step. <laughs> sometimes it's a bit long <laughs> and you have to keep going but like okay it's fine it's okay <laughs> I do also have some problem 
sometimes because I'm quite a fast person, uh, which comes from like my problem from when I was a child. Like I was a weird child, but we think that I have like a, I think you say high functioning in English. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. So which means that I have lots of anxiety, but I do learn. <laughs> Same. Really, really fast. <laughs> For example, my first day ever uh, at EMB. Uh, so <laughs> I, I knew I was doing that cracker. And um, I asked for a link to watch the video to learn it before they arrive in London. And they didn't send it to me, you know. <laughs> oh. Of course. <laughs> of course. I received it like two weeks later, I think. And uh, so I went in rehearsal. And that ballet mistress was like, okay, you're learning that spot. They did it once, and then I had to do it. And Snowflakes is like five minutes. Mm -hmm. And I knew my spot in like one shot. What? <laughs> so it, it's something I have, which is really great. But sometimes you can tell it's a bit unfair. Like for example, when we do Swan Lake, last time we did it, I had five different spots of Swan. And Swans, you, you have like two acts and it's really long and it's lots of things to remember because you know, like when you change the arm, because sometimes it's just like small details you need to remember. Mm -hmm. And spacing, there's lots, lots of spacing in Swan Lake. Mm -hmm. So I had to do five spots, whereas some of my colleagues were only doing one spot and they're younger than me. So technically the youngest you are, the like more spots you're meant to do. Yeah. Because you don't do roles or stuff like that. And I was doing five when someone was struggling to learn one spot. Yeah. You know, so you're like, yeah, yeah then you're overworked course, a little bit. It's fair in the way that I can learn more than most yeah. other people, but we're getting paid the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So sometimes you can tell it's a bit unfair, but at the same time, for my brain, it's better if I have lots to do, because one spot would be too easy for me. Like, I think my maximum was in Lesson Feed, when I, I think I had seven spots. Seven spots? Every shows. What? Yeah, and I think it's, wait, Lesson Feed, how many seals do we have? I would say 12, but I'm not sure. I need to check. Maybe it's more. And I was changing every day, so people were laughing, like... because it's crazy! When you do, like, d different spots, you call your spot with the name of the person who's first cast. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> <laughs> I have some personality trouble, uh, because people would be like, who are you? And I'm like, today I'm Amber, <laughs> and today I'm Precious, so I think today I'm Marielle. <laughs> yeah, you would like... Um, I can't remember who am I, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I'm like, when people come to like, so who are you? Are you that person? Like, no, I'm me. <laughs> you, but who are you not? Not really. I'm doing my spot. <laughs> and it's one like we always have that really funny moment uh, just before the entrance of the swans and second act. Because oh, the podcast music. Like, yeah, <laughs> to, to like create the line for the entrance. And you need to know who's in front of you, you know? And the music starts, you're like, who are you? Who are you? Oh, no, I'm that person. Go, go, go. <laughs> but who are you? Oh, Tina. Oh, wait, so I'm in front of you. So we always have a huge moment. Yeah. And with me, it's always the big joke because when I have five spots, people are really confused because it's like, oh, I thought I was following you, but no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my forte, my, my brain. I learn really, really fast. Yeah, and I have to say that Irene won the Corps de Ballet award <laughs> in 2019 if i'm not mistaken i think it's right uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah i want to know give me three tips 
fire how is it called quick fire questions i don't know i don't really know how it's called but anyways give me three tips on how uh to become a good corps de ballet member uh, be fast <laughs> yeah one be fast it's, so, it's annoying when people are not fast no, no, no. i think it's important to know how um Patterns work mm. because it's, I mean, not in contemporary work, uh, sometimes yes, but in like uh, classical pieces, um, the pattern is always like the most important part of the code ballet. Mm-hmm. And if you know how the pattern works, you won't have to learn every single spot. Like, okay, so if I'm doing that person, I'll need to go like to the left, then to the right, and to the mm. Now, if you know the patterns, you know the steps, and you know in function of where you are, how it works, so you know yeah. all the spots. Yeah. And when you're not sure, like, you can just watch the person in front of you, because in ballet, most of the time, it's the same, you just reverse it. Yeah. So when you know this little thing, it's actually really, really easy to do many spots in um, classical pieces. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I would say that. Then I would say, know how to place yourself. <laughs> uh, at EMB, we work a lot with um, with um, the crack, scent panel, color, you know, all of yeah, this thing yeah. with the floor. And uh, it's better if you know about that before you join a company, because people will be mad at you if you don't do what we just said. Like when we say color, it's color. So like, yeah. it would be nice to understand that first, but <laughs> so we don't have to repeat it to you 200 times. Because I remember when we were doing Swan Lake two years ago, um, it's really nice. Usually we, we use the, the students um, to help us a little bit with Swans. Yeah. Uh, and we had that girl. I mean, she was really, really talented. She was beautiful. But oh my God, like after two weeks of show, like she, she wouldn't understand what a quarter is. And I was just behind her, and I was getting so mad at her, bless her. I was like, no, this is center panel, and that's not where we're meant to be, because on the other side, they caught her. <laughs> it, it needs to be symmetrical, so please. I feel like that would be it. me. <laughs> and when you're on the crack, you're on the crack. And because, yes, of course, in the end, you always follow the person who's in front of you. But if we decide of something, do what we said in rehearsal. Because mm. it's really annoying for the others. And you have to remember that it's a whole group. Yeah. It's not just about yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, to be conscious of the whole group would be, like, my second advice. And, well, I'm, like, placement. And third advice, I would say, <laughs> if you're not fast, please watch the video before. <laughs> <laughs> do your homework. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, do your homework. Because uh, it's really funny, actually. Most of the time, we have ballet masters um, or, uh, or like some assistants uh, of the choreographers. They're like, "Yeah, please write like the choreography. Please mm-hmm. write your placement. Please write this or that." I never did that in my life, even like hard counts. I don't do that because it's in my brain, and for mm-hmm. me, it's like a waste of time to write. But mm-hmm. if you need to write, please do it. Do what you need to remember the choreography. And I know sometimes, like, your first year, it's really hard, especially if you're not really good, like, if your memory is not the best. But find something, or pretend. I think, yeah, I think that would be the thing. Pretend you're fast if you're not fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I have a, a friend 
she used to watch the video before and to learn everything. Then she would come to rehearsal and pretend she was learning it. And then she's like, yeah, I remember it. <laughs> Pretending that she was super fast. And then she won the the Code Ballet Award oh. after me, Claire. Uh, and she was she's so professional and she, she knows i mean i mean she's she she's fast mm-hmm. like let, let's be honest she's not like the slowest person on earth at all but she was so for her it was so important to be super professional and uh, like she had to make it look like she was super fast and she, she knew what she was doing but she was pretending sometimes <laughs> that she wasn't really watching the video but <laughs> she was actually which i understand in a way but yeah, do your homeworks and find a way for you to remember the choreography because otherwise your colleagues will be a bit upset with you. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have more patience now. And uh, actually for some of my colleagues who are not very fast, I'll, I'll have more, how can I say that? Compassion? Uh, yeah, more compassion. And I'll, I'll help them. I'll try to, to help them to find ways to remember it because I'm quite good at finding like, okay, after that step is that like, you know, even in contemporary, I, I'm really good at giving names to, <laughs> to steps. Yeah. So they remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like when we're doing a dust uh, from Akron Can a few years ago, it was just like, you just do steps and there's no names with the steps, not like ballet where like it's such a, it's such a. Boom, boom, um, checked. So I was like, <laughs> fish around the world <laughs> squeeze the lemon cut the lemon <laughs> i created all the vocabulary to teach my, my my colleagues who just couldn't remember it and they loved it if around you ask the my, world. My adriana she still remembers and sometimes she looks at me she's like squeeze the lemon <laughs> or sometimes on stage i mean many times on stage i count for my colleagues who struggles oh, wow. you know you, you in the Cold Valley, you have to, to, to learn how to help your colleagues because they'll help you when you'll be in trouble. Mm. I think you're not, again, you're not by yourself. It's yeah. a group and you need to work with the group. Yeah. And yeah, to learn how to help your, your, your friends, it, it, it's very important because you help yourself. If yeah. you help them, the rehearsal will finish earlier. You'll go mm-hmm. home earlier, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we won't have to repeat the same count 200 times because yeah. that person just can't remember the counts like that yeah so yeah it's like i think i'm also really lucky because i'm quite musical yeah and for my music it's, it's never an issue even when we're doing right of spring like all these kind of like scores uh it's not a problem for me mm-hmm. and I, I i would help my colleagues for whom it's quite hard sometimes to hear something or to understand when is the beginning of what yeah <laughs> you know sometimes really like because actually the piece I'm doing right now, which is Echoes from Russell Malefant, there's no counts at all. And for example, we have one entrance, literally the ballet master was like, mm-hmm. so your entrance will be on the on the third. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And like, okay, okay. <laughs> but if you're musical, so it's okay, but if you're not, it's gonna be quite hard, so. Yeah. So you need to tell it's now it's that one go on stage or yeah oh it's really funny that this wouldn't at the moment another tip for a professional dancer <laughs> uh, they have like a moment when i do my spot because i do two different spots um when i do my original spot there's an entrance i don't do mm-hmm. but i have to watch it because uh they have like a step they have to be all together but because there's no counts they have to <laughs> we always have to watch each other but they can't see each other because it's too long 
<laughs> but they're watching in the wings. Yeah. So they can't see, like, the two lines can't see each other. So I have to do, like, a little... <laughs> together, and then I have another turn, and I have to do again like a. I want to be ready, and I give them the go. Oh my god! So even even when you're not on stage, you have to help sometimes, or you help people to get change, or if they have a problem, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just about when you're on stage being like, and it's mm-hmm. not just about being called about being in a company. It's about like helping the show be the best you know like yeah you have to make it happen the best way you can yeah yeah i think that 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 will be my third advice like to be helpful yeah and would you say like your core value life is kind of i mean would you say like the ensemble is kind of like family in a way yeah i mean uh, very often you'll hear the thing EMB family anyway oh yeah uh, yeah yeah english yeah. national ballet hashtag uh, EMB family <laughs> Hashtag Ian the family. Yeah. <laughs> but it's quite a nice uh, atmosphere. Um, yeah, like, for for example, again, what I'm doing at the moment, uh, because we're all in small groups uh, because of COVID, we have yeah. five different bubbles. And my group, uh, I'm with, like, lead principal Fernanda Oliveira and, you know, like, Solomis and stuff like that. And we talk you know we're just humans and there's no of course you'll respect mm. a person who has a higher rank than you but we're all humans and it's fine and we'll all help <laughs> each other yeah yeah which is really nice and i mean i don't really know about other companies but i feel like sometimes it's not really the case yeah maybe like it's not like that everywhere. To, to some principles or because mm. you're just a court ballet which doesn't exist here. And if you oh, actually have a really cute story, maybe now I can say it. Um, but uh, when my sister uh, got married a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't allowed to go because I had a show. Yeah. And actually, like all my colleagues were like, no, you're going to go to that show. But really, when I say all my colleagues, it's all of them. And they're like, no, 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 you're going to go to that wedding. You don't have the choice. <laughs> so, And my ballet mistress as well, she was like, okay, I'm in charge of the last ballet, so I'll make sure you're not in the castle that day. But one of the, like, I had, like, one show. It was, like, one piece. It was, like, 20 minutes, not even that. It was oh, no. nothing. And I, and I was second cast. So I talked to my first cast. I was like, yeah, do you think you can do it? She's like, yeah, of course I'm going to do it. Like, there's no way I don't do it. And all my colleagues covered for me when I was uh... not here. Because we said I was sick, and like e- even my ballet masters, they're like, yeah, of course it's fine, just go, and we'll say you're sick, so you don't have any problem. Because technically, you're not allowed to miss the show. Yeah. But well, it was really cute. Like I, I love that story because yeah, maybe I shouldn't say it publicly yet, but I think it was a few years ago. And if they want to like blame me, like yeah, go for it, it's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy I didn't miss that moment. It was a very important uh, moment of my life and my sister's life. Uh, and I was actually really happy all my colleagues helped me. Uh, it, it was great. It, it was really, like, I almost wanted to cry. No. <laughs> it was so, so nice, you know? It, it's not all nasty. Because, you know that movie Black Swan? Yeah. I hate it because it, it gave a really bad image of the bad That's true. I have never and watched like, it, but I've heard of it. It's just, it's not the truth at all. And that story, I think, really proved the point that Black yeah. Swan isn't real. I mean, at least not at A&B. Yeah, it's uh, like um, this Netflix series, uh, the new one. Oh my God, I've watched like 
I watched 10 minutes and I was like, not watching that. Um, I didn't watch it. It's called Pretty Little Things. Just don't watch it. Don't waste your time. I watched like 10 minutes. I just heard, apparently, isn't that that one where a a girl put glue on one of her blisters? I don't know, honestly, I like, that's what, so much, I think I my colleagues talking about that, I was like, oh my god, there is so much shit don't in do this that, guys. Don't put glue no. on your blisters, please, no, don't do that, <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I, I watched 10 minutes, because I knew it was bad, but I wanted to know to what extent, <laughs> like, it was bad, yeah. and yeah, I, I could not, like, it's the same cliches all the time, you know, a rivalry, and, um, people are well, mean I, and oh. I don't see it here. Yeah. I don't know about like again. I don't know about other companies, but here it doesn't exist. Yeah, actually, have you ever dealt with jealousy? In here, no. Not in here, but like throughout you, Jenny. Uh, I think yeah. In in school, yeah, definitely. I think in school it's more prevalent because we are all striving for the same thing and like, so everyone's Yeah, and I I think as well, yeah, when I was 13, 14, my teacher was giving me more attention than the other. So, so yeah, I I understand and we were all teenagers Mm. and yeah, I mean, I do understand it was like kind of natural, but when I was in the National Conservatory, I, I had to deal with weird, weird things. (laughs) Um, For example, exactly one month before my um, final exam, most of the girls in my class just stopped talking to me. What? Like, stopped? One day I I came in class and just only like two or three girls were talking to me. That's so petty. From nowhere. And even now, they wouldn't talk to me. Really? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I just, I, I don't know why. I mean, some of yeah. them, like, I, I, I sent her some text, like, I mean, because I, I saw one day that one was in London. I think she was in holidays in London, and I sent her a text. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, if you want to meet for a coffee. And she's like, oh, yeah, I would have loved to, but I, I left already. And then we talked, and she was really sweet. So I think she was just, like, in the group, but she didn't really want to be in the group. And she was really, really nice. I think if I meet mm. her now, I would be super happy to talk to her. But some of them, they just wouldn't talk to me anymore. That's and some crazy. of the boys as well, they just wouldn't talk to me. Really? Wow. And I, I, I don't know why. I guess it's even harder now because I, I made it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> m- most of them did it, unfortunately. So I guess that's also why. But, well, well yeah. I still have two of my best friends from that school, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. Who were not really in my class, actually, because one of them is a boy. So yeah. we were not always together. And the other was, I mean, she, she's still a girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's a girl, and she stopped ballet. Okay. And now she studies at Sciences Po. Oh. Which is, like, right. a really, really cool school. Yeah. Really nice. It's kind of and the really Ivy nice. League in France. <laughs> Sorry? It's kind of the Ivy League in France. Yeah, and like I always say, oh yeah, she's my smart friend. She speaks like French, English, Chinese, Japanese, wow, <laughs> and Spanish. Oh, oh no, she's super smart. <laughs> I love her. She, she's incredible. She, she's just that's so cool. Amazing. I love her. I'm always so proud of her. She's like, no, I'm proud of you. <laughs> she's like, you work at E and B. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, no, but this is nothing compared to what you do. <laughs> 
No, you have to... No, she's amazing. I, I think, like, it's inevitable. Like, if you're successful, or if you're just in the ballet world, you'll deal with jealousy. It just happens. Like, I've dealt with jealousy. I'm dealing with jealousy. Like, it just happens. But then, also, you have to know who your friends are. And, like, do you care about that one person who does not like you? No, you don't. <laughs> I feel like it's... I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just my experience. But I feel... You mainly deal with it when you're a teenager and maybe a young adult. I think so, yeah. Like, definitely deal with it less now than I did before. I don't know, it's also... Philip always tells me, it's like, maybe you don't see it because you're always out of the drama, which is true. (laughs) Um, Because I I don't... I I mean, yeah, again, I'm a really weird person. I don't really like parties and all of that. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't go to all these things. So maybe I miss lots of drama because I like being at home, playing my piano, reading books, going to museums yeah. and stuff like that. So maybe I miss most of the drama. I don't know. <laughs> but in my experience, I don't know. I don't really have any problem. And if you have a problem with a person, we won't, I don't know, we won't try to be mean with that person. It's just you yeah. don't like the person. You, you, you're, you're polite with that person and that's it. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. You professional. I think that's why it's great here. If you don't like someone, it's fine. You, you don't need to fight with that person. Because I heard some mm. weird stories and like companies in France, like if someone doesn't like another person, like they'll feel like they have to tell that person that, that they don't like it. Like, <laughs> I don't like know? you. <laughs> I don't like you. So please, like, stop being there. I, I don't okay. know. Okay. It's a bit primary school level, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't I, I've never experienced that in here. Like, yeah, in yeah. five years, I never had any problem. Where actually, I had problems in Bordeaux. Funny. Like, I think I spent, like, maybe, let's say, four months maximum in Bordeaux, and I had more problems than, like, <laughs> in five years, four here. years in London. <laughs> that is crazy. So, yeah. I mean, drama is entertaining. I like it, but I know I should stay out of it. But I still like I think, it. I think it's also linked to like, if you don't have many shows in a season, I guess people don't have that much things to <laughs> the do. People are bored. <laughs> I think they're bored, so you know they they have to entertain themselves. We're here, you know, when That's we true. have two hundred shows per season, you're just tired. You're just <laughs> <home>. Everyone's <laughs> dead. <laughs> You're tired, like you do yeah. your shows, and we have so much things to do. Like we're yeah. quite busy, and and we go on tour. And I think, of course, you're always frustrated because you would always want to do more stuff. Or, but in the end, like when there is no corona, yeah. we travel, we do really cool stuff. You know, yeah. when you're a big company, in the end, you do lots of cool stuff. That maybe that's why there's you'll have less drama in a big company. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Yes, it's just my theory. Because yeah. we're just busy, and you, you just want to get better. So even if you're not busy, we'll be working on ourselves, yeah. how to improve. and. Well, yeah. In general, I'd say I'm a happier person when I'm busy, because then you don't have time to, like, you know, think of, like, stuff that is not going well, you know? like. Because yeah. <laughs> when you're not busy, when you're bored, then your mind just, like, finds negative stuff to, like, hang on to make you yeah, busy. <laughs> when you're busy, you, you don't have time to watch what that other person is doing. Yeah, know? no. Or not doing. Yeah. <laughs> Such a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's nice to see 
what a person is doing or not, especially if a person is your friend, because you can notice if there is a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's a different thing. Help that person. If it comes from a place of like caring, it's a different thing. If it's someone you like, I I think it it is important to check. If, for example, if one of your friend is not in the cast for something she used to do, I think it's a great thing to notice to have a chat with that person. Yeah. Because that person might be upset, maybe not. Yeah. But just testing, you know, is a huge part of your life, especially when you're new in a company. Yeah. Because to you, it means everything. Like, mm. oh my God, what recognition. Yeah, <laughs> the the all the you get, like, you care less and less because it doesn't. It doesn't tell who you are. Mm. It's just. Yeah, when they did the cast, you know, and again, these people are so busy. When they do the cast, they just do the cast. They don't overthink yeah. things. Or when you're a dancer, you know, for you it means everything, but for them, no, it doesn't mean you're a bad dancer if you're not in the cast for that. It's just that they thought of these people and maybe they didn't think about you and that's it. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Like sometimes people just don't see you or don't think about you. Like it's, it's not okay. that they think you're bad. But, like, it's true. At school, we tend to have that black and white mindset, like, oh, my God, they put me in this, so they think I'm good. Or they didn't, and they think I'm bad. No, well, probably they didn't notice you, they didn't think of you, they thought of this person. And that's it. That's it. Like, the world does not revolve around you. (laughs) Exactly. And, and again, like, people were all so busy that sometimes... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it took me years. I was like, for many years, I was really upset every single time I was like seeing a casting, you know, it was like, oh, I'm not doing that, and I'm doing this, or, or, or. Oh, and I was really frustrated. And now, I think, especially with COVID, I was like, well, well it's fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have my job, I have my life, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky. I live with someone sure. I love. Yeah. I have so many things I like to do. I have really good friends. Yeah. And every day in the end, I'm allowed to go like in a beautiful studio and do my class. Of course, of course, I want to improve. Of course, I would love to be a soloist one day in my life. I hope it will happen, but I don't know if it will happen. And if it, and if it doesn't happen, I don't want to feel like I'll be frustrated my whole career mm. because I need to remember that at the beginning, I didn't want to be a ballet dancer to start with. I wanted to work in the ballet like, yeah. Everything I'm having now, like, you know, like yeah. if you compare it with my initial project is like yeah. a bonus that's true that's so true and I, I need like to remember that but i need to remember that three years old irene <laughs> and yeah no it's just great and when i remember how hard it was like to find a job for me mm. you know i need like i mean it's also easier for me to say that now because what i'm dancing now like People were giving me opportunities to do like a solo and stuff like that. Really? So, yeah, actually, at the moment, right now, well, it's nothing big, like chill out. <laughs> but at the moment, maybe I'm in the good mindset. Maybe in like two years, I won't be in the same mindset, and it's fine. Yeah, it I think changes. It's important to accept things, and it, it's important to accept that sometimes you'll be frustrated because it's something we don't learn in school. Because in school, they just teach you how to become a good soloist that's true <laughs> and like they, 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 they just pretend we'll all become soloists you know you just do like solo and stuff like that and it's like they're just pretend everything will be good for you yeah and it might not I, I hope it will but it might not it's okay yeah and like 
I feel like there is this thing at school as well of people saying, um, I don't really know how to explain, but, like, kind of, um, saying negative stuff about being a core member instead of being a soloist. Like, only being a soloist or a principal is valued, and being in the core is like, oh, you didn't make it. No, you made it. Like, you're a professional dancer. That's the goal. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously... nowadays. Yeah. People are so good. So good. I think we need to be like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. We need to open our eyes and look at people dancing nowadays. They're all so amazing. Mm. Of course, I mean, if we work hard, I'm sure we can all do something really cool. Yeah. But it's, again, it's also about luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We, we don't know if we'll all get promoted. No. I, I hope we'll all get promoted one day. Yeah. No, it, it's, it is a long career. I know people are always like, oh, it's such a short career, like at 40, it's over. It's longer than we think. But if you compare to people who compete um, at the Olympic Games, they only have maybe two or three chances in their lives That's so true. to make it. Yeah. And most of the time, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and I mean, they're like incredible people. That's true. We have so much luck. And we, we start so, so many young. Chances to make it during our career, and even if you don't, even if you're just like I don't know, a first artist or a junior soloist in the end of your career, yeah, you have so many opportunities. Mm. You know, so I know it is annoying because of the salary, which is another problem. Because if you're not a soloist, having kids and stuff like that is way harder than if you're a principal. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what you achieved. In your career, you'll do so many things. Yeah. You know, it's like, I already danced the Rite of Spring, which is something that many, many people won't have the opportunity to do. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And it was only like a few people in the company. It wasn't the whole company. Yeah. And I had that chance. And in the Rite of Spring, I could learn the duet and the mm. first solo. And I actually did the duet on stage. You know, when... Wow. Older people were with me and they didn't get to do it. And they were like, maybe like first artists or yeah. first artists or, mm-hmm. or soloists. And I was just a chord ballet and, you know, and I was doing it. And it's great. Of course I would, lo- of course I want to be soloist in my life. Of course I want. Who, who doesn't want to improve? I think yeah. when you care about your job, it's normal that you're frustrated with, when you don't make it. Because you care about your job, because you love your job in the end. Yeah. That's why you care so much. When you don't care about it at all, I think it means you, you don't love your job anymore. And if maybe no. it might be time to stop. Yeah. But so that's why I think it's, it's important to accept the frustration because it's normal and not to make like a huge deal of it. It's normal, but you care because you want to be better. Yeah. And that's great. That's a great thing. Yeah. It's a great but, mindset. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please like, be frustrated because we're better. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I have one last question. We, mm-hmm. were you? <laughs> Here goes my English accent out the window. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Mine's not great. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah, because 
I had actually prepared more questions, but honestly, I could talk all day long and maybe it's not a good idea. So, um, I have this one question that I wanted to ask you to wrap it up. Um, it's a bit of a weird question, but when do you feel like an artist can be like moments, um, things that make you feel like an artist? That's a good question. When do I feel like an artist? Maybe I could explain my thought process on um, finding that question because um, I was thinking the other day that, yeah, we say that we dancers are artists, right? Oh, I see where you're going. But actually, we don't have, like for me, art is creating or art is, yeah, you give something of yourself and you put it out there. That's creating, in my opinion. And that's being an artist. But as dancers, we're mostly asked to execute steps, to do things. Um, and actually, we're not really asked to, well, unless you're a soloist or a principal, you're not really asked to put things of yourself out there. You're asked to, like, fit a certain mold to be, like, to you know, have a certain role and stick to it. And so I wanted to know when and if you feel like an artist in the job you do and what makes you feel like that. So many people have that question, actually. <laughs> that not real artists and stuff like that. Uh, my answer to that is, um, actually, just when I do class every day, when I do center, I won't do it the same way than the person next to me. I have my own way of, of doing it. My own way of doing a pot de bras, my own way of like how I do an epaulement, how I put my head and all of that. Which is for me, like, yes, you give me a paper and I fold the paper the way I want. Yeah. Which is art, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and when I'm on stage, of course, you'll have some roles, uh, especially when you're called a ballet. Oh, you'll feel super empty. (laughs) (laughs) Dead inside. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it does happen. And that, yeah, maybe I don't really feel like an artist when when I do this kind of roles, but we need to do these roles. So, yeah. But when I do, like, a role I do enjoy, even Mm -hmm. if it's, like, a dance with many, many people on stage, uh, I mean, I, I, I said at the beginning of the interview that I love roles, uh, the flower walls in the cracker, I love it so much. Like, it's all partnering, and it's great. And yeah, you have the steps, but the way you look at your partner, the, the way the way you do it, of mm-hmm. course you'll do the steps, but the way you'll feel the steps, mm-hmm. it, it, it is different from the couple yeah. in front of you. And for me, this is art. You also have, like... Uh, a way of acting which is usually quite free where I really feel like an artist on stage when we have this kind of things yeah or even like I don't know when I was doing the Spanish dance in Swan Lake you you could do the steps like you learn them but you can add like your thing your thing yeah so different Mm. that's why we have different casting as well yeah that's why you would watch that 
dancer doing that solo and another dancer doing the same solo because it won't be the same. And for me, this is the art in ballet. It's the way we feel like the steps. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. It was like, oh, I remember doing Cinderella at the Royal Albert Hall. And that ballroom scene, like, can yeah. you imagine at the Royal Albert Hall? Yeah. Guys, if you don't know the Royal Albert Hall, Google it. It's an amazing place. It was so amazing. Even the way you feel, like, oh, I had so much joy yeah. inside, inside me that I wasn't moving the same way. And this is art. It's also how you feel, which makes you change the way you move, even though it's the same step. Yeah. Like when you do an arabesque, I don't know, in Sleeping Beauty, when you do an arabesque in Cinderella, yes, of course it's an arabesque, but even if you're called a ballet, it's not the same music, it's not the same tempo, it's not not the same people around you. It's also how you you play with the people on stage with you, it's always different. Yeah. It, you never play the same, like, twice. It, it's always different. Mm -hmm. So for me, this is like, for, this is art to me, yeah. in my opinion. And to me, you don't have to create something to be an artist, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Of course, it's a way of being an artist, but I mean, it's like a pianist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I do think, in my opinion, uh, interpretation is creation in some way. Yeah. So for me, what you just said about, like, you know, adding your own touch, that's already... Mm -hmm creating and that's so cool that's exactly what I wanted to get to so <laughs> and I think it's not just the the way like how you think about a role because of course you, yeah especially like if you do a solo stuff like that you'll need to think about your role but it's about how you how you hear the music yeah and all this kind of thing is something you can't explain yeah your individual perception of everything yes exactly mm -hmm. it's not just about like a mental thing yeah yeah it's more about yeah perception i think it's a good term or uh, yeah how you'll you'll work with the people around you yeah you know i saw like one of my favorite dancers was uh, alina kojakaru oh yeah uh, she wow. worked with us for many years uh now she left unfortunately and when she was on stage she was she would just do like her own thing sometimes because it, it was just how she would feel at that exact moment yeah and one day I just remember I mean we just wanted to laugh but yeah we're doing Swan Lake I keep talking about Swan Lake but it's good because we're on Swan Lake. <laughs> <laughs> and she did that uh, it was third act she did that black swan pageant she did her solo but she didn't get out of stage so she just sat down <laughs> Where actually she was meant to go off stage, she just sat down with us and she would just do this kind of stuff like every day. It was something that's different. so cool, like because that's improv kind of moment. yeah. And I think it's, I, I just think it's amazing. Well, even yeah, yeah, all these principles they would just look at, at, at us, the great principle that they're not in their bubble. Yeah, I think an amazing principle is someone work with the corner ballet someone who look at, at you and sometimes yeah. even talk to you on stage you know like we all create the story together yeah this is art if you just do something cold like by yourself even though there's 20 people on yeah. stage with you 
yeah, maybe you're just doing the steps someone asked you to do and it's super empty. And this is not art, in my opinion. Uh, really but, being there, like, in the moment. Like, yeah. Yeah, embodying the role rather than just interpreting. But that's why we do steps. live performances. Otherwise, we just exactly. do everything and that's it. That's you know? true. That's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was amazing. I think we talked oh, no, through. Wait. I you wanted to say something. I would say that cute story about Janice. Say that, say that, yeah. It's really short. You go ahead and say that. I'll go fast because it's been, we've been together forever. Sorry, it's I talk fine. too much. Um, it's fine. So when I was quite young, I can't remember my age, maybe 10, 11. Uh, so my first ballet teacher, Janice, brought me to London for holidays because I've never been to England before. Wow. She's British. <laughs> so we went to London for like a month. Uh, she brought me to pineapple, uh, oh. take some classes, <laughs> and uh, one day we were in the tubes, and uh, for those uh, who took the tubes uh, uh, in London, there's always um, posters of what is happening in theatres at the moment, mm. and I saw one, it was like Cinderella at the um, Coliseum, Ooh. and I was like, ah, I want to go! <laughs> So we went to the Coliseum and Janice bought two tickets for us and in the evening we watched the show and we had really, really good tickets, I remember. And uh, she told me during the interval, oh, I really hope one day you'll be able to dance on a stage, uh, on a stage like that because it's such a beautiful place. <laughs> and 10 years later, wow. I invited her to watch me doing Swan Lake on this stage. Oh, and it was so the funny. best moment ever and she watched me doing class on stage in the morning and it was such such a great thing you know especially yeah. she's british and and actually the company we saw on that day when i was 11 it was the english national ballet that's crazy wow how full and, circle uh, <laughs> and i found like the casting of the people i saw on stage yeah and some of my colleagues were dancing at that time. And it was the first show of one of my colleagues as well. No! So when I told them, it was actually very, very cute. Oh, that's and so really, cute! Really, like, touched. Aww. And, um, yeah, and I told them, well, you inspired me so much. <laughs> so it was actually a really cool story. I told you I have some really cute stories. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I had to explain the story. Yeah, I no, definitely. I, I had not forgotten about it, but... I didn't know where to put it, so that's perfect. <laughs> it's fine, sorry, I just wanted to say it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, you go for it. But yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up now because we've been talking for literally two hours, 26, apparently. So sorry, um, I'll, I'll need to cut this episode oh. into parts. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, Maybe. But, oh my God, that was amazing. Thank you so much for coming. It was great. No worries. Um, it feels... Sorry, guys, if I did some mistakes in English. Oh, come on. Your English is great. <laughs> and, like, honestly, it's less awkward now than at the beginning to, like, talk to you in English. Like, <laughs> it's fine now. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. But, yeah. So, I guess that's the end. And see you next time. Bye. Bye. So that's it for the episode. I hope that you enjoyed and, um, well, I sure did. Uh, thanks to Irene for coming on. 
it was really nice of her to do that. I hope she can come again sometime soon. And uh, yeah, don't forget to check her out on Instagram at Irene Evid. And please follow us as well at Swans and Co Pod. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I hope you'll listen. And in the meantime, have a good week. Bye. <laughs>